Shabbos, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud, 110. Here we say, You're not allowed to roast meat or onions or eggs unless there's enough time for them to be cooked while it's still Friday afternoon before the onset of Shabbos. Now here, Beis Hill will agree to Beis Shammai, meaning everyone agrees, and Allah is such, that if one can't put food on to cook, if it's not going to be sufficiently cooked or roasted prior to the onset of Shabbos. The threshold for what it means to be um, here to be fully roasted before Shabbos is that it's at least what's called Kamachal ben Drusoy. Ben Drusoy was a certain thief who ate on the run, and we had to be, he would, you know, therefore not wait for things to get fully cooked, only partially cooked. He liked his food raw, or rare, I should say. Um, according to the Bartanor, that means one third of the total amount that needs to be cooked. The Arushan will understand it's one half of the way to be fully cooked. The issue here that even Beis Hill agree with Beis Shammah that one may not do this on Shabbos is because we're not talking about the problem of Shvisa's Kalim. What we're concerned about here is a Dindur Abanan. We're afraid of Sheme Yichate Begachalim, lest a person come to stoke the coals. That is to say, a person is planning on eating this meat for dinner. Um, he comes home from work and he sees, or excuse me, from shul and he sees that uh, the food's not ready yet. And then, um, he will come to stoke up the coals or add, you know, otherwise add air to the coal, whatever the story is, to pick up the flames so that the food will get cooked more faster. And that would be, if he would do that, if one would stoke the coals, that would be an Isra do Oraisa. And therefore, if it didn't do Rabbanan, don't set yourself up for that kind of accident by making sure that your food is at least marginally edible before Shabbos comes in. That's the Din Lahalacha, um, that a person cannot have only half cooked, you know, not sufficiently, uh, not yet cooked food cooking for Friday night dinner, um, unless it's cooked from before Shabbos. Um, there is another possibility, by the way, if a person, let's say, is making his cholens, so the cholens does not need to be edible come Friday night, um, but in such a case, he'd have to indicate that he is not planning on eating a Friday night, so the way he would do that, let's say, is to throw in like a raw bone, like some raw meat at the very coming into Shabbos, and that way, since there's no chance this bone will, of with meat on it will get cooked um, for Friday night, it's clear that his intention is to eat this uh, chalent only on Shabbos day, and therefore, since that's the case, he's not planning on eating it tonight, and there's plenty of time until tomorrow, he won't come to stoke the coals tonight. That's in case you're asking the question. The mission doesn't discuss that. The mission just simply says that you're not allowed to roast your meat, your onions, or your egg, unless it can get to Michael ben Dushoy before Shabbos, um, lest you come to stoke the coals. The Mishnah continues on by saying a similar idea. You're not allowed to put a bread into the oven. Think of an oven like how they have, like you see maybe like you see the, the pizza ovens today, like an open oven that you would take the bread, you would stick it onto the side of the the walls of the oven that go around the fire, and would sit stuck on the side of the wall and get cooked and get baked there. So here the Mishnah says you can't do that um, and similarly, you can't put a biscuit to cook directly on the coals. They actually put like this, you know, this dough straight onto the coals on the floor and the fire on the ground, and it'll cook directly there. Unless there's enough time for it to be sufficiently baked, while it's still Friday, how much is sufficiently baked? That it gets a crust. Karmupaneha means that the crust develops. Now, the understanding here, going to the shita, is we're talking about the part of the loaf that's cooking facing the fire at the bottom of the oven. That's where the crust has to 
Ampir, but Rabbi Eliezer disagrees. He says, The crust has to appear, the essential part is not the outer part of the bread that faces the fire, but rather the part of the bread on the outside of the dough that's stuck to the wall directly, that the part touching the wall should develop a crust. Now, it's a bit of a machlokus for Shonim, um, if he's coming to be strict or lenient. The Bartuna understands that the wall of the oven is hotter than the fire, and therefore it actually will um, cross first, and therefore Rabbi Eliezer is being a makel. Um, there are those who ask that it seems strange that you'd have a machlokus about the simple metzias, the simple fact of which side of the dough gets crusted over first. You can certainly test that very easily and find out the answer. Um, and therefore, um, one suggestion is we're differentiating between a scenario where there's a big fire burning inside the oven, in which case um, the outer crust would get developed for the one that part of the bread touching the wall, as opposed to if now the fire has been raked away, now there's some ambient heat in the oven, but that's certainly less intense than the than the heat that's stored in the walls where the bread is directly attached to, and therefore, um, in such a case, the it would be the inner part of the dough that's touching the walls that would crust over first. Um, be that as it may, the halacha is... Um, lenient. So, although the the Bartunra says um, that one has to wait until the outer crust appears, um, the Shulchan Aruch actually goes like Tosfos, that as long as the inner crust um, appears before Shabbos, that's already sufficient and permitted to do on Friday afternoon.